Welcome to My Heart Songs Podcast number 219, The Good Old Days, Part 3. When my kids were coming up, Rafi, a singer-songwriter and performer for children, was all the rage. One of his tunes in particular I've always loved, All I Really Need. The lyrics are lovely, as is the tune. The song is about all I really need is a song in my heart. And the refrain goes like this. And I need some clean water for drinking. And I need some clean air for breathing. So that I can grow up strong and take my place where I belong. I grew up in a time when DDT was still commonly used in poisoning the environment. It wasn't banned in the U.S. till 1972, ten years after the publication of Silent Spring by Rachel Carson, the marine biologist, which documented its adverse effects on wildlife and accumulation in fatty tissues. It's still used in some parts of the world for mosquito control in malaria prevention. Maligned by the chemical industry, she had forcefully proposed the radical notion that at times technological progress is so at odds with natural processes that it must be curtailed. She devoted an entire chapter to cancer, notably remarking that, quote, we are swimming in a sea of carcinogens, close quote, even as her own death was caused by breast cancer. So I certainly can't claim that the good old days were free of environmental toxins. What is remarkable is that some things have gotten worse despite ongoing efforts to clean up our earth nest. The National Cancer Institute has published stats indicating that the rate of early onset cases of cancer rose by almost 18% between 2000 and 2019, even as older adults saw modest declines in cancer. Bangladesh, India, Nepal, and Pakistan are the top four most polluted countries, with Bangladeshis facing seven years of lost life due to pollution. Fine particulate matter has been linked to lung disease, heart disease, cancer, and strokes. From plastic pollution in the oceans to disappearing insect life, the introduction of additives to foods, to groundwater pollution by fracking. Uncle Google tells me that there are currently more than 10,000 additives approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to preserve, package, or modify the taste, look, texture, or nutrients in foods. The most common ones clearly not good for our health, with almost monthly reports of new studies indicating harm with long-term use, monosodium glutamate, artificial food coloring, sodium nitrite, Guar gum, high fructose corn syrup, artificial sweeteners, and trans fat. At least now we can check the label to see if they are in what we are purchasing. I do believe that in my youth there was less of this nonsense going on with more fresh foods and farm-to-table as the more prevalent reality. Maybe this is just the nature of human progress. Some things get better while others just continue to deteriorate or be ignored. Pain is a great motivator for change, and perhaps we have not collectively experienced enough discomfort from our choices yet to alter course from maximizing our physical comforts at any cost. I guess the point is, without going off on climate change crises, another hurricane, anyone, as Adalia pummels Florida as I prepare this podcast, there is lots of other environmental degradation that merits our collective attention and positive remedial actions. I remember buying 50 simple things you can do to save the earth right after its publication in 1990. 
from using clotheslines to having vegetarian days to turning off lights, planting trees, and examining one's overall water consumption, the messages still ring true. And the list keeps getting updated to include things like paperless bill statements and paying online, decreasing junk mail, using rechargeable batteries, and bringing those reusable grocery bags when shopping. Beyond the reduce, reuse, recycle mantra, I believe we need some creative thinking to impress upon everyone the need for altering our self-destructive behaviors. How about something along the lines of a What I Did Today campaign to be part of the solution? What bigger thing I did this week, month, year, and so on? All with the goal of keeping positive planetary change at the forefront of our awareness. A reminder to examine daily our own contributions to destroying our home world. The Population Bomb, the 1968 bestseller by Paul Ehrlich, outlined a grim scenario where famine, plagues, and wars created a dystopian reality for planet Earth. After a surge of popularity, he was marginalized as a doomsayer, especially for his views describing the possible need for compulsory sterilization. While heavily placing the onus on an exponentially rising excessive number of humans, he actually had a formula to describe the adverse effects of human impact. I equals P times A times T. The product of population, affluence, the effects of consumption, and technology. The good old days just inherently seemed more environmental friendly, in part because there were only two and a half billion of us instead of eight billion and climbing hourly. Things were slower and many people had less stuff and less advanced technology, but more community. The wreckage of our actions at times seems too dense to offer any chance of escape from the consequences. I think about Rafi's song of All I Really Need and also these words from John O'Donohue, quote, when we look into the heart, may our eyes have the kindness and reverence of candlelight that the searching of our minds be equal to the oblique crevices and corners where the mystery continues to dwell, glimmering in fugitive light. When we are confined inside the dark house of suffering, that moonlight might find a window. Close quote. I cannot remain complicit with the status quo and must find doable ways beyond business as usual, a full conscious partner in creating the good new days to come. Thanks as always for listening and remember friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.